Welcome to the audio podcast of the weekly Sunday message from Live Oak Community Church in Lubbock, Texas. We hope this teaching will help you grow in your love and knowledge of Jesus Christ. If you want to connect further with Live Oak, we invite you to text the word QUICK HITS to 55498 to receive a few text updates a month. That's QUICK HITS, all one word, to 55498. Thanks again for listening, and now for this week's message. Merry Christmas. You know, stories are a big part of Christmas. We had a story time down here where Mark read the Christmas story, but for many of us, like, stories are a part of our Christmas. Maybe it's watching them. Uh, Literally, the movie A Christmas Story was on back to back to back to back all day down Christmas every year. Uh, Maybe it's watching Christmas Vacation or or Elf, or Die Hard, or some other Christmas movie that, that we, we do, but stories are a big part of it, and sometimes it's, it's reading Christmas stories, or watching them on, as not just movies, but TV shows, like Charlie Brown, uh, who was written by Charles Schultz. I'm going to give you a little, movie, uh, a little quiz about Christmas stories. Tell me who the author was. Uh, who was the author of The Grinch? Dr. Seuss, there you go. Who was the author of A Christmas Carol? Charles Dickens, very good. Who is the author of, and some people I know read this on Christmas Eve, Twas the Night Before Christmas. Anybody know the author of that? No, close. It has a limit or similar. It, it's name similar. It, 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 it was, first, it was published anonymously, and the year was 1823. It's been around a while. And it was a guy that eventually uh, came out. His name was Clement Clark Moore. And he wrote this story that's endured. And so a lot of times we'll read stories like Twas the Night Before Christmas or The Grinch as part of our Christmas tradition. And those are great stories. Once upon a time, it takes us into this kind of wonder of Christmas. But what we saw in it, what Mark read earlier, was the Christmas story, which was not once upon a time. The story of the birth of Jesus was this day in history. And the Christmas story is history. And it's his story. And it wasn't his day one. This is the creator of the universe who shows up, the infinite, showing up as an infant. And as Jesus shows up, it's this miracle. And it's not a story of one day in history, or once upon a time, it's a one day in history. And what we read and what we celebrate is this wonderful promise that he shows up on purpose to bring purpose to everyone and everything. Joseph is told, this isn't random. There's purpose here. She will give birth to a son and you're to give him the name Jesus because, because it's a word of purpose. He serves a purpose because he will save his people from their sins. And the great news is Jesus doesn't want to just rescue us from something. He wants to rescue us for something and it's for himself. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. Six to 800 years earlier, a promise was made and Jesus kept that promise. He delivered. And then here's the deal. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel. Not, it's another name, but not his middle name. This is just all these names. Emmanuel, Jesus, Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Prince of Peace, Everlasting Father. These are all names of his purpose. And this one, Emmanuel, which means God with us. Not someone bringing a message from God, but God with us. 
Emmanuel means we can look at Jesus and, and understand a lot of things. There's a lot of implications. He, he, if, he, if, if that's God's with us, it must mean he loves us. God with us shows us how we can know him and be known by him. There's this great story. Yuri Gagarin was the first man in space in the early 1960s, 1961. First one in space. He was a Russian cosmonaut. And he made it up to space. And when he came back down, there was a quote attributed to him that said, I see no God up here. Yuri Gagarin, however, was a believer. He was baptized in the Russian Orthodox Church, and he said, I never said that. But in Russia, you couldn't really push back against that because it could cost you not just your job, but your life. And it was very, and so uh, communism and atheism, it was very much tied together. And so they put out this propaganda statement. We went up there. Yuri Gagarin went to space. He saw no God up there. And about that same time, C.S. Lewis, famous Christian author and thinker, wrote the Chronicles of Narnia, Mere Christianity, Screwtape Letters. Fam- he, he, it was two years before he died. He died the same day as JFK, by the way. Uh, C.S. Lewis said, well, of course you didn't see God up there. Of course you didn't. He said it this way. He said, uh, well, think about it. If there was a God, you wouldn't relate to him the way a person on the first floor relates to a person on the second floor. You'd relate to him the way Shakespeare relates to Hamlet or to use more of a, a Christmas analogy, the way uh, uh, Charles Dickens relates to Scrooge and Scrooge relates to Charles Dickens. Th- they don't bump into each other. One's the author of the story and one's a character in the story. And the characters in the story don't go climbing up in the rafters to find the author of the play. It just doesn't work that way. See, what we celebrate at Christmas is that the author, not just of the story, the author of life itself wrote himself into the story. Not just as the author, but he becomes one of the players. And the story of Jesus is not just a story about Jesus. It's the story that's all about and of Jesus. It is, he is not just a character. He's not even just the main character. He's the author of all the characters. And he wrote himself into history. And his desire is to write himself into your story. And the thing about life is your life is a story that's yet to be written, but you hold the pen. You decide. You make decisions. This God, this author of the play, somehow decided he would give you the freedom to make some choices. And the best choice you could make is to take your life and put it in the hands of the author of life who showed up looking for you He wrote himself into the story, and he wants to write himself into your story, not as a supporting character, but as the focal point of your story. Because God with us then means God with us now and always when we give our lives to him. Think about it. The author of life writes himself in this surprising role as a baby, as an infant, the humility and the twist of an ending of dying on a cross because he will save his people from their sins. The author of life wants to be the author of your story, but you hold the pen. We're going to close our Christmas Eve service the way we always do. We're going to sing a Christmas carol, uh, Silent Night. If the band will come up now, and as they do that, I'd use this as a moment to reflect. 
You know, I, I always tell people, be careful about Christmas karaoke. Don't just sing along the songs without thinking about the words. They're worship. Some of those songs we sang today were written in the 1800s that have been around for years. Think about the words as we sing about the author of life who on a very quiet night made a very loud statement. God with us means God's for us. So as we sing this, I want to just give you some instructions. You can go ahead and stand at the candle lighters and get started. And, and make sure that the, the, it, when you pass the candles, mind the wax and mind your kids. I still have a battle scar from candles uh, Christmas Eve many ago on my jacket. Uh, the unlit candle goes to the lit candle. The lit candle stays straight up and down. So the unlit goes to the lit. Mind the wax. Let us know if there's a wax emergency. But please sing along this song. Think about the words. The author of life, who on a silent night makes a very loud statement about what he thinks about you. Let's sing this together. <laughs>